Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mean Gene Okerlund. Thank you so much. Truly, what a historical night. Speaking of historicals, Mr. Styles, you've got your hands full this Sunday night, two-on-one handicap match. Well, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Oh, <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. I'm, I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present this podcast to you in all its glory. They are the bearded wonders, the twin sons from different mothers. He is Blake. He is Sal. And together they are the Blake and Sal Show. And if you're not okay with that, I have two words for you. Stay tuned. Let's say you're lost in a park shore. You can go to the dark or you can trip a little task with me. When you're alone in your room, choices just embrace the gloom or you can trip a little light fantastic with me. For if you hide under the covers, you might never see the day. But if a spark can start inside your heart, then you can always find the way. So when life is getting dreary, just pretend that you're a leery as you trip a little life fantastic with me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blake and Sal Show, episode number 249. I'm let me bring on my co-host, the biggest heel in podcasting, Sal. How you doing? I'm feeling very healy today. How are you? That's good to know. And here in Studio B, and the myth, the legend, Mark Dad. How you doing? Okay, I'm feeling a little feely today. Oh, wait, a minute, wait a minute, someone used that one. That was Sal's line. What are you talking All right, about? Okay. All right. um, we're opening, actually, with a song from uh, Mary Poppins Returns. This is Triple Little Light Fantastic. This is Lynn Miranda's song and one of the songs in um, Mary Poppins Return that I'll talk more about that movie later. He's got his Cockney accent down. I really enjoyed this movie. Oh I'll talk about it later. Um, so happy New Year. Happy New Year. How are you doing? I see, I see you're in Studio B today. Yes, uh, maybe I'm sick, so we're home down, down here in Studio B today. <laughs> so, she, so she's germing up Studio A? Well, she's in bed. I'm letting, I'm letting her sleep off whatever is wrong with her. Oh, so she's germing up Studio C. <laughs> That's the old um, Puck and Paul studio, our bedroom. Our bed. <laughs> Amazing. Ola is also sick, so... Olga. 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 <laughs> so, we'll get more into things. Um, so, Sal, were you like us and hermiting it up on New Year's Eve? Um. Yeah, I mean, obviously I was up because that's my schedule now, but... I just, I wasn't in the mood to do anything. I just, I, I, I watched, I, what was I watching? I was watching something. I clicked over at like 11.55, did my thing, and went back upstairs and, you know, so okay. I, I didn't I do mean, anything special. I mean, we, I usually don't, but, you know, it is what it is. You know, we did a, um, we pretty much stayed in and I worked the next day, so I really couldn't do anything major. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we did it on East Coast midnight and then went to bed. So it was not bad. 
I watched uh, Fox Steve Harvey at uh, Times Square. Oh yeah, that was. That oh was the good. the imposter one. Uh yeah. We watched. We were watching the um. We were watching Carson and Christy and. Cause I didn't know what they were gonna air. A lot of times it's Ryan Seacrest. They only don't air it here live. They air it here on delay, so it's midnight here when it airs. So I wasn't sure what we're doing this year. And since we were jumping over at like 11.45, I didn't want to take any chances. So I just jumped over to our new Carson <laughs> Daly show is always live. So I went to that one instead. And we got to watch Christy Teigen get hit in the head with, a, with an umbrella. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> so, Steve Harvey is that they were out in the rain. And uh, they had a little farming area uh, that basically was, I guess, uh, had planted fitness all over it because they were sponsoring it. And here's Robin Thicke doing his, his song, and you can see in the background the piano that he's got. The top is all covered with rain, rain and it was wet. And went, okay, so let's see which one's going to fall down the stairs. And he actually went down the stairs on the platform instead of crowd, and I'm surprised he kept his balance. By the way, we've talked so much in this intro that we actually got through the entire song. <laughs> <laughs> there you we go. never talked as much in the intro. I I was gonna say I believe that's a first. And we don't do that often. Well, I figured it's New Year. It's our first show of the New Year, so we talked a little bit. There you go. All right, let's get into the, let's get into the actual show stuff. Help support the show by shopping to the Amazon links on the bladeconsumption.com. And by the way, before I even throw it to you, Sal, I will tell people I actually spent about two about an hour reformatting our website this week. And it looks oh, nice. so much more organized and so much better. There's more than just one Amazon link. There's a bunch of Amazon links. Also, on the left-hand column, you can see all of like, the sh external shows that I do. So you can find everything else I'm up to all the time on the left side of the screen. It's really organized. But the other thing you can find on there, Sal, is... Uh, you can buy our shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more from our T Public store. Just click on the T Public link on our website or go to uh, tpublic.com. Search the Blake and Sal show. Yes, that's, and it's actually a better link now on the website, too. So I just wanted to also, by the way, if you go to the website, you can also find our year one show right there at the top of the page as well. That's like everything's really organized, so you can find all of our stuff in one spot now. Year one-ish? Year one-ish, yes. Yeah. We'll get more into that later on. But, of course... <laughs> Hi everyone, it's Mandy, and when I'm not playing Mrs. Blake, or Dean Ambrose's biggest fan, or, spoiler alert, Olga, I can be found on mkemomsblog.com. There are 30 amazing women in the Milwaukee area who make up the MKE Moms Blog team, and we're all passionate about giving back to the community, about life, and loving our families. You can find us over on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, or at mkemomsblog.com. Please check it out and support us. Thanks. All right, normally this is where I throw the Clerks Minute promo. Honestly, I'm not playing any. The show's almost over, guys. There's like two weeks left in Clerks Minute. So just go over there and, and listen to it. Um, I have something else I want to plug, though, for Mandy. Wait, wait, wait. Mandy has something else. I guess okay, Mandy go something ahead. happened this week. Go ahead. Mandy is being actually, um, is in a magazine, an online magazine. She's on. Oh. And this wow. is magazine. It's an online magazine, and it's the acceptance issue. And uh, We Are the Swimsuit is, is under the inspiring section being being highlighted in the magazine. This came out this week. And so I'll put a link up on the um, Lake of South Show Instagram so you can get everyone can get it. But, yeah, go go take a look. It's um They did like, oh, wow. a whole big thing about her. It's really cool. So that's up right now. That's cool. Cool. So, 
So yeah, that, I literally remember so, that as you were playing her blog thing. I was like, oh yeah, I wanted to plug that for her. So, so, so now on the site, is it easier to shop? Yeah, everything is really easy now okay. on our website. There, really, there really, really, a lot better now. Now, um, originally I was supposed to have Frankie the Falcon here. He, he was busy and we're going to do this next week instead. Okay. But next Friday, next Friday, we'll have our normal show. But our normal show on Friday morning. But on Friday night, we're going to be, me and Dad, we're going to be at the Oaks Lodge 400 in Waukesha, Wisconsin, for Bruce City Wrestling Rise to Honor 15. <laughs> we have front row seats, yep. as we do. And um, Did, Doesn't he also call it Fandemonium? It is Fandemonium, but it Thank is you. a Rise to Honor 15. It's our 15th anniversary show. And we are doing a live podcast right before the show at the building. There you so go. that'll be fun. I'm expecting to have some interviews. We'll also, yeah. uh, if everything goes right, we'll be doing on Facebook Live as well, so you can follow along with you on Facebook. And just remember, for people going to this 730 event, bell time, by the way, seven thirty bell time. If you're going to it, remember, fans can bring in any weapon yes. they choose. Yes, I was getting to that in a second. Sorry, we'll get to that in a second. But also, um, eighteen dollars tickets to twenty dollars is any ring size. I don't think there's any ring size left as of right now. So, um, we ha- I, I put down the main events down so we can talk about the main events that are going to happen there's three big main events Sal check this out this is going on we have an extreme rules war games barbed wire fan bring the weapons match wait wait where's my trampoline where's my trampoline it's a barbed wire (laughs) ring it's finally happening it's a war games match it's extreme rules and it's a brand and the fans bring the weapons they literally threw every gimmick they could into one match (laughs) It is the Maidens of Iron and the Axemen versus the Unholy Alliance. There's two things they're missing. A trampoline. Trampoline and fire. And fire. Well, the fire is part of the Extreme Rules. So there you go. All right. <laughs> we have a <laughs> Bruce City Wrestling Heavyweight Championship match. It is a fan lumberjack match. Ooh. Oh. We haven't had enough gimmicks yet. We have another one. It is Max Holiday defending against Doc Simmons. Yep. And... For the in the Bruce City Wrestling Women's Championship match, we have a 30-minute Iron Woman match between Sierra and Blue Phoenix Vanessa Andre. <laughs> so there you go. Those are your three main okay. events. So th- they're both gonna last for 30 minutes, right? Oh, you think it's a 30-minute Iron Man? You have to last 30 minutes. Well, there you That's go. How, what's an Iron Man <laughs> match? How do you think an Iron Man match works? Uh, well, supposedly. Like, how, how do you think an Iron Man match works? Well. Maybe they get 30 minutes to finish. No, it's a 30-minute, most falls in okay. 30 minutes. Got it. All right. Like, <laughs> All right. <laughs> you've never seen an Iron Man match before. But like. No, no, no. no. But I'm, I'm guessing, you know, within 30 minutes, you got to get so many falls or submissions. Your pizza's free. Okay. Um. <laughs> you have to You have to. You have uh, to dominoes. lean and put in barbed wire for me and bring it. You have to. <laughs> Yes. You have to fulfill the prophecy. You have to fulfill the prophecy. <laughs> okay. Let's get on with the show. Um, when I wrote this run sheet no. out, I, I typed this. I literally typed this about the entire run sheet out on um, Tuesday night during SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And then I go to work. And mm-hmm. I'm figuring, okay, the only thing I'm going to have to update is, is going to be the World Junior stuff. It's the only thing I'm going to have to update and if any major news breaks. Mm-hmm. What I didn't expect is major news to break and when i'm at work um we found out that means you know Glenn passed away yes and which is why we opened the show with mean g oakland's final wwe appearance at raw 25 with aj styles i'm not gonna lie this one hurt <laughs> this one 
stung. Oh, yeah. Did not see this one coming no. on any level. Sal, we'll start with you because we know Dad can monologue, so we'll start with you, Sal. Your thoughts on mm, yeah. Mean Gene Okerlund. I mean, I, I was completely shocked. Uh, I have to say that the outpouring of support on, from what I've seen on social media, even from people that don't normally watch wrestling, that maybe be used to back in the day when they were kids, right? I think speaks to who he was and like how important he was. And uh, there's there's never going to be another Mean Gene, never. So no, you know, no. he was a one in a million. Um, and it's it's truly a, a really really sad day for wrestling for wrestling fans um, and you know condolences to the family and um, yeah it's 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 sad it's I mean there's no other word to say. So oh I didn't laugh at that I was laughing at something you sent me I'm catching up on my messages. Um, <laughs> the um, in all seriousness when the news broke I was like. No, no, no. This is not how we're starting the year. This is not how we're starting this year. No, this is not fair. Like, why are we starting the new year like this? Like, we're supposed to be starting with good, not with a legend. One of the biggest legends you can ask for in our sport. Like, I, this, this sucks. This is really bad. Um, hopefully, no. it's one of those things where I hope if he was sick, he, this battle wasn't long because nobody knew. It was one of those. I don't think anyone knew it was this was coming. So hopefully it was something that that terrible, and it was okay. We lost him, but now he's up with, with Bobby Heenan again, and everything can be good with the world up there. And now, Dad, do you think? I oh, I'm still kind of in shock about it because you never heard that he was ill or anything like earlier in the week or the days passed. Um, at the age of 70, he passed away to me that's still young, 76. Uh, I got a chance to... I say this knowing I just heard Dick Van Dyke in a movie dancing at 93. <laughs> <laughs> but so. I had a chance to, to meet Mean Gene in person at a uh, fest that we were at. Yeah, the rest of the... Um, what was it? The, the Super, Super Friends. Friends Fan Fest that yeah. we did a couple of years ago. Uh, got a picture, an autograph, and... Why well, I mentioned that uh, about going back to AWA days uh, with some of the other wrestlers that were there, Marty Janetti being one of them, we, we got to talk to you about AWA and Vern Gagne and his promotion and how they would, you know, eat at a, a nearby steak joint that's now no longer there. And when I happened to be in high school, I would go to these places and, you know, talk to them and, uh, you surprised I knew the Crusher because he lived in South Milwaukee. And he, for 45 minutes, we talked about AWA. And then there were some of the other writers that were AWA that came in, uh, Jake, the Milkman Middleman, and some other ones. And we were just sitting around, and it's kind of like... It's funny. I think you could have done that without paying for the picture. Yeah. I honestly you think know, you could have done that without paying for the and, picture. And, it was really cool. And the thing, he gave me his undivided time, and we were talking, and... You know, we're talking with with other wrestlers, and it was kind of like, you know, if you were sitting down at lunch or dinner and just kind of going over stuff, and it was great that, it, you know, he gave me his undivided attention. I remember this because he was talking to me, Gene, and I walked away. I think I had a conversation with ODB, and they came back, and they were still talking. Yeah, we were still talking. You know, he was very kind, very per personal, very professional, and, you know, shook my hand, and he goes, you know, anytime you want to talk, you know, 
you know, hopefully I'll come back here and, you know, we can get back together. So At least you got to talk to them. Yeah. At least you can say you, you know. have to talk to them. And, and the thing is, is yeah. I always remember him doing that, and he's the type of person that's kind of very professional, and that's the two things about him that stick out for me. No matter what organization he was with, that's the things that stuck out. He wasn't, at least to me, he wasn't uh, snobbish or thought he was better than anyone else. True. And, you know. Very humble man from yes. what I'm always here. Yes. Very, very humble. Yes. Which just says something about how like amazing he was. Yeah. You know <laughs> how amazing the so, man was. You know, he's he's gonna be sorely you know, surely missed and uh you know, like I said, there's only one mean gene and you can't duplicate it and he would why would you? I'll end it with this. Last night we were watching NXT and they opened up NXT with the graphic because obviously NXT was still, was was recording. It was actually their best of 2018 episode last night of NXT. We're recording this on Thursday morning, guys. And um, the best of 2018 episode. So obviously it wasn't a new show, so they couldn't do anything major to do a tribute. They threw up the right. graphic, and then man, and then C, just Mandy was uh, with us. It was me, Mandy, and CJ. And CJ's, CJ was asked. He just wants to know who he blurred because it's obviously before his time, obviously. And he didn't he didn't really. Put two and two together that he just threw Mean Gene on Raw 25 because it didn't really mean anything to him. It meant something to us. So when he asked, so who is, who is he? And then Andy's response was, and it clicked with him perfectly. It would be like, for you, losing Michael Cole in his generation. That's what it is to him. And he understood completely. He understood 100% completely. To him, losing Michael Cole in 20 years is going to be like us losing Mean Gene now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. I didn't think about it. Maybe he said that. I was like, yeah. perfectly put. Perfectly well done. I just, <laughs> I just like how he came up with the banter when he was doing the interviews with the wrestlers, and it was it was great. No matter what wrestler he was interviewing, the flow was good. I know, it was amazing. He had these wonderful comebacks, and it was great. So, I mean, like I said, he's going to be a, a, a figure that's surely going to be missed, deeply missed, and, yeah, condolences to his family. Uh, his friends and the fans. Yes. So, um, so we're gonna we're gonna brighten things up a little bit. So, guess what? What? I saw a movie over the weekend. <laughs> Did? Right. I wonder so which one. Right. <laughs> For intellect can wash away confusion. George sees and Annabelle agrees. Most folderols an optical illusion. You three know it's true. That one plus one is two. Yes, logic is the rock of our foundation. I suspect, and I'm never incorrect, that you're far too old to give in to imagination. So, um, over the weekend, we finally got to go see Mary Poppins Returns. And uh, with everyone, Lamo Miranda, and I have to say, that was such a really good movie. I really enjoyed myself. It was really a lot of fun. So, explain to me, is this, like, the future? Is, is this, the, like, her daughter? Like, what I'll is explain this? it. I'll explain it. It's, it's a sequel to the original Mary Poppins, obviously. The adults are the Banks children from the okay. first movie. That's the adults. And then the kids are... Or, um, uh, crap. Michael Banks' kids. So that's the important okay. difference here. But here's the thing. In this universe, she's still just Mary Poppins. She just changed her look. Okay. She never changed. In her world, to, to Michael, 
into Jay, and they're just saying she's just Mary Poppins. It's like James Bond mentality. Okay. It's just in person. It's or, nothing different. Okay. Just or, or, or the Doctor Who mentality. Exactly. It's okay. exactly like that. Where it's just, oh, they just changed him. It's no big deal. To them, it's the same person, which fit perfectly for us. It made, it made, it made okay. the story perfect because it was, it was perfect. And I will say it this way. I've heard this said in a lot of reviews. This movie was a love letter to the first movie. And I say this wow. knowing that I watched the first movie when we put the tree up. We watched the first movie because he didn't want it to finish. He never made it through the first movie. He watched it in school, and then I picked him up. And then we watched it here, and he fell asleep because it was bedtime. So he wanted to watch the whole movie straight through. So we watched it putting up the tree. Makes sense, you know? And you know, we were seeing it in two weeks, so we mm-hmm. watched it. And he absolutely loved it. And it really was a love letter because, like, Every it referenced every it referenced stuff from the movie. We had the the penguins came back. Like it was things like that. Like the penguins came back for a dance sequence with Jack, who is our Bert in this movie. A little more Miranda. And the cool part, like Jack, why is Jack important? Jack knew Bert mm-hmm. in this world because it's twenty years later. He knew Bert because he was a lamp, he was growing up as a lamprider apprentice and hung out with the chimney sweeps and knew Bert because of that. Oh, okay. So it all tied together. You know what I mean? And Bert's not mm-hmm. dead. He just moved. They explain this. Okay. They explain this stuff. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, awesome. We're going to explain this. <laughs> and be like, so, all right. We, let, we, we put that there. We move on. <laughs> cool. Okay, so like in the first one, the music was fantastic by the Sherman Brothers. Absolutely amazing. Okay. A different, a different writing team here. I, have, I don't have the right in front of me right now. But the music, you heard the music. It feels like it belongs in the right. first movie. It so, really does belong there. Like the first yeah. one, I believe there were some songs that were nominated for Grammys. This is already nominated for Golden Globes. Wow. This movie is already nominated for Best Picture in Golden Globe. Chan Lynch wow. and Emily Blunt are nominated. Okay. So, it's that dare, dare we say... Probably Oscar. I guarantee you'll get some kind of Oscar nomination for for probably wow. the wardrobe or the music. Wardrobe definitely. The music definitely deserves okay. it. Um, Triple O is fantastic. We open the show with it's addicting. That song okay. will get stuck in your head. You it will get stuck in your head. When you listen to it, it will get stuck there. I was humming it when we got home. I wasn't listening to the soundtrack. It was just in my head. Oh, there you go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just there. Well, then, and then, one part, like for instance, they made they 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 were aware what you were looking for. I mean, like, like in the first movie, we had I love to laugh. We had a sequence like that in this movie. They like we had a spoonful mm-hmm. of sugar in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that is the answer to that? You know what I mean? They have things like that. So here, basically, cool. the movie did what it's supposed to not only did it entertain you for almost two hours, almost two hours, yeah. But uh, you basically had a music worm stuck yes. in your head. Plus. If you went into this movie and not seeing the original, you don't have to see the original to understand what's going on. Oh, there you go. Which is also cool. Because they would explain things for those who didn't know. So the for movie... younger audience. Younger audience who are seeing who because they did the movie and their mm-hmm. parents wanted to see it. So they're carrying their kid and they're explaining it. Which is nice. So the movie stood on its own then. Definitely. Okay. It definitely stood on its own. The music is fantastic. And at one point, and this is for all the people that love Little Miranda... They were doing a big performance in the cartoon world. Obviously, we're at the cartoon world. By the way, hand-drawn. 
They did a hand-drawn animated sequence of this movie, which is amazing. Did he use computers? They, nice. they put it in the computer to scan it in, but they hand-drew everything. Wow. They hand-drew everything. That's a lost art. Which is awesome. So it was noticeable, too. Like, it was noticeable when you watched it, which I liked. Fish with the penguins? Especially. <laughs> okay. What was cool about it, and the penguins, by the way, got older. They aged up the penguins a little bit. Really? Which was a nice touch. It was a nice little touch. <laughs> really? Because it was the same penguins. So it was a nice little touch. But um, anyway, what I was going to say was, Aww. if you want... They had a whole dig sequence in there. Um, a book, a, a cover is not a book, is the name of the song. Okay. And they even let Lynn rap in the middle of a cover. Wait, wait, a wait book. whoa, okay. <laughs> Disney movie. They let Lin Manuel Miranda do his rap, in, a, a rap for a rap in the middle of the song. But they okay. had to speed through a story, so they had him do it in his rap format. It was amazing. Oh, I completely popped I... it. I expected it. It was really cool. Okay, so. <laughs> okay. So when is when is the yeah, uh, the mixtape coming out because you know that's going to be the next thing. <laughs> I don't think we're going to need a mixtape for this. I, I'm surprised that Disney kind of allowed it. Well, they wasn't. It was crazy. It was Lunar and well, Randy no, doing his rap, I which is awesome. That. It was I amazing. Know. Well, you can't get Lunar and Randy. You have to let him rap at least once. I understand you have that. To, 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 understand. It's a thing. You have to let him do it once. You know what? You know the way Disney has music formatted. You know what? You know. It worked perfectly. And it well, fit then, well. It could fit well. So well done. Uh, I'm not going to give away the ending because it was a nice big surprise ending which I did not expect. Good. It was a nice, and it was a surprise ending that tied into the end of the first movie. Good. It was a nice tie-in, but I won't. This is not giving anything oh. away. Dick Van Dyke. Remember in the first movie, he played uh, Mr. Dawes, Mom George's boss in the first movie. Yeah. Okay. He played his son in this movie. Uh, he played Mr. Dawes' son. Got it. In this got movie, it, who it, obviously will be older because he was older, he was already older in the first movie. So it made yeah, sense. Got it. it all tied together nicely. But the fact that I just watched a 90 plus year old man sing and do a dance on top of a desk was amazing to me. I was like, did I just <laughs> see that? Well, <laughs> Dick Van Dyke is. What is happening here? There are the times Dick Van Dyke says that age is just a number. He's one of the best. Still one of the best. All right, that's that. Let's move on to something I know Sal Sor, and it seems to be the talk. Of the internet. <laughs> what the hell is this movie, Sal? Talk about it. What are you talking about? What the hell is this? It was not on Spotify. What, what the hell is this? It was on Spotify. It was on the Spotify um, playlist for this movie. What is the movie? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so I, I caved in. I caved in and I joined the masses and I watched Bird Box. What the hell is Bird Box? <laughs> um, um, it's... It's 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 a it's it's a it's it's a movie, um, and it basically takes place uh, during a almost like an apocalypse type of scenario, um, and pretty much the premise of the movie is is um, there's these creatures that think of like a Medusa type of situation where if you if you look at the creature. They make you go crazy and make you commit suicide. Oh, that's fun. pretty much the whole. That's the whole premise of, of the movie. So the, so the whole thing of the blindfolds obviously is, is that so that you don't look at the creatures because they're all over the place. Ah. Uh, oh, that explains the blindfold gimmick going on right now. My my understanding yes. from this is that they released it in theaters for a week. Took it out. Took it eligible for awards. And then they put it on Netflix. That makes sense. So, but Sandra yeah. Bullock is in the movie. She's they one of the leads. They did have to give credibility. You so know? she's one of the lead characters, I presume. So she is the yeah, she's the the, the main character. 
Um, the um, the whole the, the the title Bird Box actually is in reference to um, she has she finds excuse me she finds three birds on her travels and keeps them in a shoebox to try to save them and she winds up having them pretty much throughout the entire movie um, and th the whole like thing of the bird box I think is kind of symbolic too because you know here she is you know trying to navigate through life and whatever and you know she's got these three little baby birds that she's got to take care of on top of the two birds and stuff like that, and you know, and gotcha. then at the end of the movie, you know, something happens, and um, but it's it, 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 I enjoyed it, I enjoyed the movie, I can understand why a lot of people, you know, poo pooed on it, um, but it, it was it was good, I enjoyed it. Okay. Well, well, my understanding, and I'm not sure it's correct, but there's a scene in the movie that basically is causing some uproar with people. Suppose with a, a, I'm not gonna see it, so say a it. young child and Sandra Bullock. I don't know. That's how? Um, if it's in reference to the choice, I can see. Okay. Yeah, that's the scene. Yeah. Right. Um, it's not as intense as people are making it out to be. Of but not. I mean, I was a little taken back, but it wasn't like, oh my god, let me go walk the streets with a torch and protest. Well, theater, it, it, it was still happened in 2018. Everything, everything got protest. Everything got protest in 2018. <laughs> so is it like a horror thriller or a mystery th thriller? Or? No, no. I mean, they, they classify it as a horror. I don't do horror, and there was nothing scary at all about the okay, movie. Okay, right. you, you don't do horror. That, that actually okay. makes sense. Okay. Well, speaking of Netflix, I didn't put this on the sheet because Manny reminded me actually a minute ago. Mm. Um, on Netflix, on Christmas Eve, we wanted to watch a new movie. And I kept seeing all over Facebook that you should see this movie, these movies on Netflix, and we watched Christmas Chronicles. And yes, I want to say that was a really, really great movie. I really I, enjoyed I, it. I suggested you guys do it because I watched it the day before. Yeah, it was great. I laughed my butt off. And it was fun about it. And I said to Sal, like off, off, um, off air. I said to Sal, this was the best Believe in Santa movie I've ever seen. Oh, definitely. Because. They explained everything. Like, they literally explained all the rules of, like, any other movie I've ever seen. What? Like, I've never seen anything like that before. Here's the <laughs> thing. Would you believe Kurt Russell playing Santa Claus? Not until seeing this movie. See? Not until seeing and this movie. And he did a fantastic job. why he wasn't fat. That's the best part. They actually made, they actually made, it, made a reference to saying, right. you're not big enough. He's like, yeah, but I don't need to be. Yeah. Which I appreciated. But like, here, here's something... Fans of Kurt Russell would know is that there's a scene where Santa's in a jail cell. Oh yeah, okay. And they well, have the yeah. Okay. By the way, before we get to the jail cell scene, which is amazing. Okay. There's one thing they did which I'll greatly appreciate it. Sal, if you're Santa, and you run into an adult about their history of their life, you wouldn't should. You, wouldn't you know everything about their past, like every child, every single toy they've ever bought? Wouldn't you know that? You should. That's what this Santa did. He meets somebody, okay. and they know everybody. He knows every single person by name, and knows every toy they ever wanted as a kid. That was the thing. The entire <laughs> movie. And it was amazing. I'm like, he's like, I know you wanted this when you were nine, and this when you were ten, and I got you this when you were eleven years old. Like, oh my god! And, like, <laughs> and he had the naughty and nice list. Yeah, he had the actual list, and there, there, there was a cool point, like 
for like he has Santa sack, and the bad guys open the president. It was coincide instead of something they wanted because they're bad guys. <laughs> that was a cool scene. Like that was unexpected and really cool. And um, the, the dad talk about the jail scene. The jail scene. Oh. Oh, Santa gets arrested because they don't believe he's Santa. They don't believe and he's Santa. Course, <laughs> he gets arrested. And of course, he has no ID. No ID. No driver's license. Of course. I explained by doing the toy thing. I just explained. That didn't work. In, in, the, in this scene, the one of the kids, and I hate to say his kids, teenager, basically gets into a car that he steals. Oh, yeah, well, and, and that's self story, yeah. Yeah, and he's driving it, and then he gets stopped, and Santa says, okay, I'm, I'll tell him I'm the one that's driving because he didn't want to get the kid in trouble. So and he there's does also that. all the storyline behind right. it, too. Right. There's more story to right. it. So he gets into the cell with other This is amazing. Cellmates. I mean, this is amazing. He snaps his fingers, and all of a sudden. Oh, no, no. What happened was he said. It's feel, I need to get the Christmas spirit up. The Christmas oh. spirit is at an all-time low. Yeah, because he's Cause got a device. Because his, his route is messed up because yeah. of the story. And his Christmas spirit right. is on the He needs to get spirit up a little bit. He's so he snaps his fingers and starts bringing out instruments. And they have a full-out musical number in a jail cell. Or an original oh. song, mind you. So so he's got <laughs> some of the jail guys that he's in the cell with. He made a full band out of the jail cell guys. It's basically like a, like a band. And then <laughs> and he goes in the other way, doing back back vocals. It was amazing. And then all of a sudden he pulls out his dark sunglasses. <laughs> and then breaks out a guitar. And he like, starts happening? doing this number. And then I'm thinking. It was an original song, too. It right. made it even better. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, this, this sounds really familiar. It almost sounds like a. Elvis type song. And they were doing an Elvis mock song without paying. Like, and it, was, it was fantastic. Basically, oh, I, and I think to myself, for fans of Kurt Russell, he did a, I believe, a TV movie where he did play Elvis. So basically, this kind of came natural to him. together. It was all about Right. It and and all of a sudden, in the middle of this movie, you got this musical number. Out going, of nowhere. And it was two parts. <laughs> it was two parts. <laughs> It was fantastic. Like, <laughs> only Santa could do this. Only Santa could pull this off. It was incredible. And then the elves save him. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> and, the, and the elves are, are small creatures. They don't talk English. They don't speak English. Yeah. The whole language and the whole elf and language the, and all that yeah. stuff. It was, it was such then a Then the little girl started speaking elves. Yeah, it was, it was a well done movie. And next Christmas, I suggest people putting it on their list. Of movies to watch, I'll definitely watch I, it again next year. I, I would definitely be keep su- it on there. I'll watch it again next year. I wouldn't be surprised if next year they have a sequel. No, well, it's not only that, but they put it out on DVD. Um, I don't think Netflix doesn't do that very often. But for something like maybe, this, maybe, but Netflix doesn't do that very often. All right, all right. By the way, the cool thing they also did is that maybe this, I don't watch a lot of Netflix original oh. movies. I'm not sure if they do this all the time. Towards the end of the movie? No. Hold on. They were doing like they had this big crash scene, and then it says. Watch this moment again on the bottom of the screen. <laughs> you click on it and watch that moment again before you continue the movie. I don't know that the thing another Netflix but, version of the movies, but it's always pretty cool. But at the end of the movie, well, look at this. oh yeah, want to talk about the ending? The very yeah, ending? yeah, yeah. Where this is a spoiler. This is a cool he, moment. He he gets back to the North Pole, and he's talking with Mrs. Claus, and they talk about things. Hey, I think I mean, me. Okay. So, um, Sal, if it's Kurt Russell, who should play Mrs. Claus in this movie? Sal. 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 Sorry, my mom called. It's okay. Well, we asked you a question though. If it's Kurt Russell as Santa, who should play Mrs. Claus? Uh. Uh. I don't know. Who played Mrs. Claus? Goldie Hahn. 
at the end of the movie, he's talking <gasps> to Mrs. Claus. Oh. Claus Goldie Hawn. That would be cool. And they were talking. It was an awesome moment. It was an awesome and he, moment. And, and it was Santa's, a nice cameo. It was an awesome cameo. And Santa's <laughs> talking about the events that happened. All of a sudden, you turn around, and there she is. It's Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn playing Mrs. Claus. Cool and here's the thing. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Yeah. So here's the thing. I mean, awesome you're thinking Mrs. Claus, like basically gray hair, glasses. No, it's Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. <laughs> Moment. All right, we have a lot to discuss now. We have to move on. Okay. Um. Okay. We haven't played this in a long time, so here we go. You believe in miracles? Yes! There once was a referee born in Rockford. He refs such a terrible game. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. You cannot measure it, you can only feel it. And when everyone says it can't be done, ducks fly again. I see pride. I see power. I see a badass mother who don't take no crap of nobody. Cold. Very cold. The only tough part when it's cold is loading up the bus. Pain heels. Chicks dig scars. Glory. Last forever. I think you're going to want to hear this. No, now, um, I was doing our Christmas special a couple of weeks ago with Chris O'Neill. And he brought up the point that we're hockey fans. And we don't talk much hockey about <laughs> the show lately. And I said to him, well, the devil suck. So there's not much you can really do right now. Well, for the first time in a long time, we actually have some positive stuff to talk about with the Devils. <laughs> it hasn't happened very much this season. <laughs> so, before we even get to the big news that broke a little while ago before we came on the air, let's talk about Mackenzie Blackwood. <laughs> There's a name I never yes. thought I would say. <laughs> There's a name I never thought I'd say. So if you say his name three times, he comes out? I wish. That would be amazing. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood. Is by the way, Sal, have you caught on to the um, the hashtag going on right now with Mackenzie Blackwood? Have you seen it? No. Hashtag MB29. No. Think about it. <laughs> oh my god, those are his initials. <laughs> <laughs> see, I caught it too. I was like, wait, wow. <laughs> MB29. The man. Wow. The man is 22 years old. <laughs> And he's right now the starting starting goaltender of the New Jersey Devils. <laughs> so twenty nine is that the number on his jersey? His name is, well, Ernie Bordeaux was thirty. He's okay. twenty nine. Got it. That's the whole thing with MB twenty nine right now. Uh, he is three two on the season. Which he used won- to be which used to be Marty's original number. Yes, his Got original number before it. he turned thirty was twenty nine. He is three and two on the season, but he had three straight wins. He got forty saves in his first win, and he had back-to-back shutouts. And he's only twenty-two. And he's now the youngest devil to ever have back-to-back shutouts. He broke a Martin Murdor record, <laughs> which is ridiculous. <laughs> so that's great for the team. They finally have MB a new goal. broke MB's record. Yes, MB twenty-nine broke an MB thirty record. Oh, there you it's go. It's gonna be a thing now for the, the next like five, <laughs> ten years. I love it. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. Great. Now, I have a question for you, Sal. What the hell do you do with Corey Snyder? <laughs> Um, 
Well, considering that he's been injured for most of the year. And last year. Um, and how last many year. years left does he have on his contract? Do, do we know? Year. I think one more year. I think one more. I see trade. Fuck, I say buy him out and let him go. Buy him out and let him go. I mean, I he's say... just, I'm sorry. Like, I'm... I'm all about Corey Schneider. You know, I'm a big Corey Schneider fan, but I mean, he's uh, he's getting up there in age. He's been injured. And we have he's not playing kid. the same. His record is atrocious. I would rather have a kid be our goaltender right now and grow with him. And he's only going to get better. The guy's only going to get better. And if we're going to have a rebuild, yes. let's do it right. Let's do it right. Let's do it the old-fashioned way. Have a young goaltender. Kincaid yes. can be his backup. We have two young goalies. And we go from there. And they're also cheap. They'll be cheaper than keeping Snyder on board right yes. now. And you have the money in the talent for other players. So put them up for free agency? Oh, I don't know how that works. We have to figure okay. out how that works. And But still, it'll be so much cheaper. Oh, my God. It would, can't help, you, it would still help the salary cap. Can't you use him as a draft yeah. pick? I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't okay. know how this is going to work. I don't know if anyone will trade for him because he's been injured for two years. I don't know if anyone will trade for him. That's the problem. Okay. So the other news that broke right before we came on, um, the Devils, Ray Shiro, Resigned John Hayes to a multi-year deal, uh, our head coach. And then, how do you feel? I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. I don't blame him uh, for how bad they're playing. I can't blame him. He's 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 not doing a terrible job, but the standing isn't where it should be. So I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm I'm willing to admit this is a rebuild, and we've had a bunch of injuries, and our defense needs to improve. Because so, we got the goal mm-hmm. situations here. We got the score. We need the defense. That's what we need right now. Would you say that he's somewhat hampered or restricted by the front office? No. Okay. I think that we have too many injuries. We've okay. had so many injuries, and we need to get some more defensive players. I think they do, I think this year's draft, they should get some more defense. I never thought I'd say that in the Devils draft. We actually need to draft some defenders. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> so there you go. Now... Let's go on to the other big hockey thing that happened this week in the NHL on New Year's Day. And for the first time in our show history, Sal, I have a reason to actually play this song. <laughs> yes, we have the NHL Winter Classic. Sorry, the Bridgestone NHL Winter Classic that took place at Notre Dame Stadium on New Year's Day on Tuesday. And I watched the whole pregame ceremony, and that was one of the best pregames I've ever seen them do at a Winter Classic, Sal. That was amazing. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Vegas. That was incredible. I really enjoyed it. Well, the Clippers, I'm a man of tradition, and I love the fact that they did all the traditional stuff. They had a full-out marching band out there for them. That was, they, they went through the stadium, and they uh-huh. touched the signs. They did everything right. I was like, yes. That was my last question. Did they have the Notre Dame marching yes, band? Yes, and oh, they had the marching okay. band do okay. the do the national anthem for Chicago's, Chicago's um guy who does the national anthem Got for it. him. They gave him a backing track for him. Oh, good. And it was amazing. Excellent. It was absolutely incredible. But they had the full-out marching band. They had, like, legends from Boston and Chicago on the wow, ice. Wow, there you go. They, they did, like, it was a really cool thing. But the cool part was they had, like, they walked through the stadium before the game started and touched all the signs, like, the post duty before a game. Right. It was such a cool atmosphere. Sal, what did you think of the atmosphere for the building, though? That was a raucous building. 
Oh, it was it was it was fun to watch. I mean, I can only imagine actually being there for yeah. it. Um, but it, it looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, exactly. Boston won the game four to two. It was a, pretty much almost like a Chicago home game at times. <laughs> so, times. so it was kind of like old school respect. It really did. It was really really fun. I I can't wait to watch the whole thing straight through because I well I want to move the DVD and I haven't had a chance to today yet. I don't watch it straight through. But uh, from what I saw at work, I was working. From what I saw, though, it was a hell of an atmosphere and a hell of a, hell of a show. It was really, really cool. They did a great job at this. Mm-hmm. But, Sal, that's not all that happened. During the second intermission, yep. during the second intermission, um, I don't have my normal news thing, so I will do this. So what did I miss? Um, Sal, what was announced by Gary Bettman during the second intermission? Uh, he announced uh, four different things. So on October 26th of this year, 2019, uh, the NHL Heritage Classic uh, will be at the Mosaic Stadium in Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada, uh, against uh, with Calgary going up against Winnipeg. Um, the next Winter Classic, obviously January 1st, 2020, uh, it will be at the Cotton Bowl Stadium. Uh, it's going to be the Dallas Stars hosting um, Vacant yes. for now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All-Star Weekend next year will be January 24th to the 26th, and it's going to be at St. Louis. Ooh. And yeah. the um, Stadium Series game next year will be the day after Valentine's Day, February 15th, 2020. Uh, it would be uh, Colorado Avalanche hosting uh, vacant at the U.S. Air Force Academy Falcon Stadium. Wow. Yes. So those are the big that's, announcements. That's huge. <laughs> I, I can't wait. For, I, I don't get excited for stadium series games that often, but I really want to see how that looks. I really <laughs> want to see how that looks. You didn't have to go to the soundboard for that. You could have just went to me and I would have went. But I could be reading the play. What did I miss? I don't play it that often anymore. Okay. So I could be reading the play. Got it. <laughs> but those are really cool. But I, I, I need to know the, the, the bowl schedule for next year. If the NHL is going to be at the Cotton Bowl. Like, how is that going to work for the bowl schedule? Like, how is that going to work? My whole thing is, how, how do you set up a rink? Well, they did it at Notre Dame. Well, there you go. I mean, it's it Notre Dame, so. I'm sure that somewhere along. Ooh, which reminds me. Okay. Reminds me, I got a DVR of that game on Saturday. Notre Dame, they're going to be, the Notre Dame um, Fighting Irish are playing a game on the ice the NHL World Classic was on. On Saturday. I, it's, really? it's, it's reminded myself of DVR, so thank you for mentioning that. Okay. We're doing that on Saturday. So, if you, NHL Network, anyone has NHL Network? Well, um, the NHL Fighting Irish are playing a game on Saturday. I'm so sure there's something in their the rental or lease agreement that basically tells Oh, they did them. this before. They, they've done AHL right. games on the ice. Okay. Like that. All right. Well, they did a women's game one year. Don't for, damage um, the grass. They did a WH. They did a W um, a day. Um, yeah, one of the women's games there one year okay. for Winter Classic right. weekend. It was cool. really cool. But yeah, these are really cool stadiums next year. I like this Good. a lot. Good. All right. Um, for those who are not watching, I I love the the World Juniors. Watch it every year, and um, this year, Sal, it's being held in Vancouver, Victoria, British Columbia. Nice. For the first time, in ten appearances in Canada, the Canadian national hockey team is not competing for a medal. I know. They got knocked out on. Um, what they called Upset Tuesday. <laughs> upset Who? Wednesday. Upset Who? Wednesday. Who were they upset by? Finland. 
Finland beat Canada, and then Switzerland beat Sweden. Wow. <laughs> I'm back to back <laughs> games. And then the U.S. beat the Czechs. That wasn't an upset. And then Russia beat Slovakia. So now, tomorrow, um, on, if it's Friday, so you're hearing it on Friday morning. Today, I'm going to be hearing because I'll be at work when this game airs. But it's USA versus Russia. Um, at the 3 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. And then Switzerland versus Finland at 7 p.m. 8 p.m. Eastern. And um, both those games will be on, on NHL Network. And the winners will each other off for the medal on Sunday. Just remember, if you're Sarah Palin and you live in Alaska, you can see Russia from your house. Yes. But, yeah. <laughs> Canada's out. Thank you. It's a big deal. It's a big deal that Canada's out in their home country. It's a pretty crazy moment. I did not expect that. <laughs> it's about time. Yeah, it was a nice surprise. It was a nice surprise. Um, so, let's move on to something we don't really talk on this show about, but there's so much news, and there's playoff games. What the hell? We don't talk about ball that often, but it's playoff time, and it was a big news week. I figured, what the hell? Um, before we get to the playoff games, um, apparently, the other day, the day after the season ended, mm-hmm. was Black Monday, as people were calling it online, mm-hmm. when we had all these coaching firings. So I'll just run these down, and anyone who wants to say anything about these, you can jump on in. Go ahead. The New York Jets fired Tom Bowles for the, after four years. Then the Denver Good. Broncos. Uh, what was that, Sal? I said good. Yeah, yeah. Is that bad? Is that bad? <laughs> yeah. Um, the Denver Broncos fired Vance Joseph after two seasons. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers fired um, Dirk Kotner after three. Uh, Miami also fired Adam Case after three. Arizona, they didn't even waste any time. After one year, they fired the coach team folks. And Marvin <laughs> Lewis was fired by the Cincinnati Bengals after 16 seasons and, only, and zero playoff wins. <laughs> Oh my God. Ouch. Okay, okay. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. How do you last 16 seasons? Because it was Cincinnati. But <laughs> wouldn't you think like after four or five seasons of the same same old that it's like because it's Cincinnati. Uh... <laughs> Cincinnati. Any other thoughts on this hiring? <laughs> With a lot in one day. And it all broke. The funny part was if you're watching ESPN. It was like breaking news, and they kept having to like scroll up. <laughs> we were all inspiring on that day. It was actually pretty funny to look at. The and then, then you throw in the Packers for looking for head coach. Yes. So it's like, great. From what I hear, uh, Mike McCarthy has an interview with uh, Cleveland. So let's see how that goes. Uh, I guess we're interviewing an assistant from Miami. Sure, why not? So, uh, uh, offensive assistant. We'll see what happens, but. Uh, you know, I don't think the interim coach, Joe Philbin, is probably going to be no. the regular coach for the next oncoming season. I don't think so either. Um, then we got the wild card weekend. Um, if anyone wants to throw a prediction, we can do it real fast. Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans in the AFC. Mm. Any thoughts? I have to go with the Texans. I, I, Texans got to win this one. Sal, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. San Diego Chargers, can't believe I'm saying those words, versus, sorry, Los Angeles Chargers, I'm sorry, Los Angeles Chargers. Taking, I, I wrote this and I didn't, actually, it was actually listed to San Diego on a website, I looked at it, I thought that was pretty funny. Okay. Los Angeles Chargers taking on the Baltimore Ravens. It's, 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 it's offense versus defense? What is this? 
I gotta go with the Chargers. The Chargers, Chargers have yeah. momentum, so yeah, I gotta go with them. Are you agreeing on Sal? Yeah, let's go for it. An NFC the game that right now let's let's Spectre figure something out with Turner Broadcast Turner with the um with the, with the Tribune, Tribune media. Yeah. Tribune media. We're not we're not gonna be able to watch it here. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know why I don't fly the Tell the hockey guy versus the Chicago Bears. I gotta go with the Bears only the, because the Bears. The, the Bears. The Bears have Bears. been very consistent and strong in the division, so I gotta I go with the Bears. I had to. The Bears. Okay. It, it, it's very weird. I get to do that joke. Uh, I don't want to. I, I just want to fill the out of this. I don't have to deal with some possibility of the Super Bowl. So please, Chicago win this game. Sal. Sal, do you agree? The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. And finally, Seattle Seahawks and the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Oh, I, I just want the Cowboys to lose. So I'm going to go Seahawks just so Dallas. Oh, Cowboys. What do you think, Sal? Tiebreaker, go. Um, I mean, Dallas has a, a little special place in my heart, so I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Okay, fair enough. I, I As the Giants fan here, I can't ever pick the Cowboys or the Eagles. Unless, of course, I the Patriots. Then I have – then drill is just Speaking ridiculous. of the Patriots, I do not – repeat, do not – Want the Patriots in any way, shape, or form to walk away the Super Bowl again? We'll talk about that next week in the semifinal pick. We'll do it then. Um, I guess that's all the sports stuff. It's been a while since we've had a real sports section, but let's get into this. We'll get back to the wrestling world. If somebody calls for the Nature Boy Rickler to come on here and say a thing or two, under the sea, under the sea. Oh, get it like that. It's me! Don't worry, you could have seen the commando. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. Akuna Matata! What a wonderful phrase! <laughs> that's so ratchet. I'm the only one who blows my girl! Lana is the best! Lana number one! Stop! Listen! Because... 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 I am Lance Catamaran. All right. Um, because of the holidays, we have a lot of stuff going on in the wrestling world. Can we talk about Cena's awful hair before we begin? Sure, why not? What hey, the, hey, what hey, 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 hey. Cena's hair. Go, go. Let's talk about Cena's hair. What is... <laughs> That hair. What is with that hair? I don't think they made fun of it on SmackDown this week, though. I'll give that much. They made fun of it. There is nothing wrong with his new hair. <laughs> Did you see it after the match on Tuesday? Yeah. It was sticking up like it got, it got electrocuted. Like, what was well, that? <laughs> he looked like he looked like Wreck It. He looked like Wreck It Ralph at the end of that match. Well, there you go. <laughs> what happened is Does that he... make Becky Lynch Penelope? You know that works. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that works. There's nothing wrong with this new hairstyle. It's just he needs a little bit more bro cream or dippity do, whatever you want to use. Dippity do. <laughs> oh my god, it's awful. It's not. It's terrible. It no, really it's is awful not. hair. Not as bad as okay. Okay, right. Sal. What's worse, John Cena's hair or Ronda Rousey pay per view makeup? Wow, you went there. If you were trying to make her look like a cat eye, I or could something. Look, I, no, that's, that's Natalia. 
Not the tie. Yeah, but they were doing something. They, they were doing smoky eyes on her, and it didn't work. It just made things worse. Okay, well, that's, we'll get back to those of you in a few minutes. Thank you, Sal. Blink. Thank you, Sal. That was funny. <laughs> that was very funny. Um, Ring of Honor news. I just want to get to some things here real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, due to the Elite leaving, which we'll get to the Elite in a few minutes. Okay. The Elite leaving, the uh, Ring of Honor had to do something. All the contracts were coming up, so they had to sign some people. Okay. First things first, PCO and Brody King. I never thought I'd say those names in Ring of Honor, but they're coming to Ring of Honor, and they have aligned themselves with Marty Scroll, and they have formed Bill Enterprises. Wow. That's a thing. Ooh, I, I, I like have, that name. like that name? It's a t-shirt and everything. It's a t-shirt. I, <laughs> I've I, seen, I feel like I should buy a t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> major, major League Wrestling PCO, I've seen him. Uh, they call him the French Frankenstein. PCO, and this is a true story, at StarCast. Um, at StarCast, apparently, this has happened. Um, Wade Keller and Bruce Mitchell, they were doing a show outside of StarCast. They were the first podcast to do a show at StarCast. Yep. And they were outside. They were in the podcast here. They were outside greeting. And during the show that was going on, people were coming in to set up. It was a nice little setup for them. You could hear fans coming up and wrestlers coming up. It was actually a really good show. All right. But um, what happened was <laughs> um, they had to stop the show, their show, because PCO decided to do a magic show behind them. <laughs> to do a magic show. Okay. He's playing three-card Monty. Oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, other news. Um, Silas Young, Beer City Bruiser, and Shane Taylor have all resigned their contracts. Okay. Beer City Bruiser, by the way, yes. put in his contract that he gets to do other indie dates, meaning he'll still be here in, in Milwaukee. Well, it's nice you can do that. That's very nice. That's great. Um, and a big deal, uh, a big deal happened. Uh-huh. Remember Bandito from All In? Got it. He's now signed to Ring of Honor. Really? He had this first match next week against PJ Black. Oh. PJ Black? PJ Black versus Bandito next okay, week. Okay, so you're telling me PJ Black is in a Ring of Honor He's now? technically in and out. Uh, it, but Bandito is signed to a contract. He's in and out? You know what I meant. Does the fans, do the fans know? No, he's uh, not oh. Darren Young. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> It went there. All right, I haven't hit a day in a long time. So here's one that that if you follow ROH, Christopher Daniel. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll okay. get there. Okay. I haven't gotten to all yet. We'll get there. Okay, get it. But other news, one more big thing that happened that you'll that you probably don't even know about. I heard about this on a podcast on the Torch. Okay, go ahead. From Sean Madigan, BJ Whitmer resigned from Ring of Honor and Sinclair. After being scolded by Joe Coffin, one of the heads of Sinclair, after getting BJ Whitmer got permission to go to an NXT training camp, and then Joe Coff scolded him for going, even though he got permission to go, so he resigned from his post. Okay, let me get this straight. <laughs> he had permission to go down there. He got permission. He, he got went, legal permission. He went down there. And then Joe Coff scolded him anyway. And then he came back. I'm guessing... So he quit. Yeah, so but quit. I'm guessing... <laughs> Knowing B.J. Whitmer, I'm sure that this had some sort of argument it afterwards. It yeah, it so basically, instead of putting up with the, the, Gotta love the management, let's go. Gotta love wrestling sometimes. So I guess that means Delirious is stepping up. Well, Delirious is still the head booker, so oh, there you uh, go. they got to step up something because a lot of stuff's going on. There you go. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, Tanahashi resigned. Which is a big deal for New Japan. Good. Um, they might be losing Kushida, by the way. He might be going to NXT. Get out. Kushida might be going to NXT. Okay. That's a big one. All right. But for those wondering, because it is January 4th when you're hearing this, 
We don't have any Wrestle Kingdom coverage, mainly because the show is just ending as you're hearing this. So, obviously, we don't have any results, and we're not going to preview it, because by the time you hear it, the show will be over anyway. There so, go. there's no point in previewing it. But, still, there you go. Um, but if you're listening to this and you want to tell me results, I have no problem with spoilers. I'm not going to watch the show, because I don't have the time. So, there you go. I'm working all weekends. I don't have the time. Okay. Anyway, now for the big one. The big news that broke on New Year's Eve at midnight. And I mean this literally at midnight. Um, yes. On the Being the Elite YouTube page. Dude. Give me another piece to play this song. <laughs> we had an announcement. Of all elite wrestling. All elite wrestling? That is the name of the promotion. AEW is the initials. Here is the logo. I see that. Right there. Wow. And um, it is official. We are having AEW. Cody Rhodes is the executive vice president of said company. Okay. Um, I forgot who the guy from um, Jacksonville Jaguar is, the son of the owner of Jacksonville Jaguar. I can't think of his name right now. Cody Khan. Cody Khan. He is the president of all elite wrestling. Okay. And um, they've announced their next pay-per-view will be called Double or Nothing. I'm after the wonderful performance of their first of All In. Right. Well, the song we're hearing in the background is All In. Right. And um, the, um, they announced All Elite Wrestling is coming. There will be a show called Double or Nothing. More details will be announced on January 8th in Jacksonville at a rally. Okay. It happens to be 10 minutes away from where SmackDown is going to be on Tuesday. Uh-huh. So <laughs> do we have any... It sounds like roster the, information. Uh, what yet? we know so far is the Bucks. We got we got Cody, the Bucks, Hangman Page, SCU. Okay. Uh, Marty Skrull and 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 um, Flip Gordon are still in the ring about a contract, so they cannot come right now. Okay, so when Those you are say the big names so far, SCU, all three members. All of three SCU? members are coming. Okay, so that is a big deal. Now, okay. from the outside looking in, what do you thought of an AEW? I'm excited. Yes, it's a big deal. <laughs> so since Cody has. Creative control, correct? He is, the, he is the executive vice president. Okay, so <laughs> it's weird to say then, that. I'm not gonna lie. Then he and the Young Bucks just can still make appearances in New Japan. We don't know. Ah, I don't know details on that. Nobody seems to know. Okay. After Wrestle Kingdom, we don't know anything. I would, I would say. I don't know. I would say. I mean, I expect Cody to, again, knowing that this is the air, we're recording it before Wrestle right. I'm expecting Cody to drop the U.S. title back to Juice Robinson. Okay. I'm expecting the Bucks to lose. Okay. You know what I mean? By the way, I just got an alert about details about the OLV rally on Tuesday. I'll look at that while we're talking. But I expect that. Okay. I, I don't know anything else. And no one else seems to know. I, I, Sean Riley can do the report. Then, he doesn't know anything else. SCU would have to drop. SCU's nothing. SCU doesn't have anything left. They dropped the tag team belts already. Okay. The Briscoes are tag team champions in Ring of Honor now. I'm trying to remember. As a matter of fact, Final Battle was the last night okay. for the Bucks and SCU and Hangman Page and Cody. And the Kingdom is still six-man take chance? They're, yeah, they're currently in okay. the background. But who cares about the Kingdom right now? Okay. So, that's that. Um, wow. That's a big deal. That's happening. It is. And uh, this got a report. This is actually from um, the, um, Jason, on da- Jason Powell okay. at Wrestling.net. Okay. For those who want to attend in Jacksonville, okay. it's going to be at the um, bank, the TIAA, TIAA, I don't know, Bankfield Stadium parking lot, J. Near Gate 1, adjacent to the TV compound at 5 p.m. Eastern Time in Jacksonville, which is exactly three hours before SmackDown. <coughs> so, Gee, 
There One would wonder if they're trying to upstage NXT, possibly. Co well, Cody said, okay. the Young Bucks, Matt, ja Matt and Nate Jackson, this is a quote, mm -hmm. are right with me and committing to deliver our promise to change the wrestling landscape in 2019 and double or, the Double or Nothing event is just a start. The time to change the world is now. So, I would have... And I hate to use the Although word. Although they're so already selling um, Double or Nothing t-shirts. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, would, I, I guess I would assume, and I guess that's the word I want to use, that this promotion that they've got together hopefully basically tra things, yes. travels to I different... I would love you know, to go to a show. It was Chicago. That's what I'm I'd saying. love to go to a show. Because if you, if you have we a... We couldn't go to All In, not just because it was sold out, but because it was two and a half hours right. from us. There but, was no way you can go to that. But the thing is... If you make a mistake and try to have a home base someplace, and then no, you got you got to tour a little bit. That's, that's, that's a little crazy. That's, yeah. but tour at least like Ring of Honor and go to some location. So hold on. Well, here's another thing. Okay, go ahead. We didn't talk about. I remember, we have not talked about any of this mm -hmm. on the show because I was waiting for the official announcement. Okay. They actually signed. A, they actually got a um, a copyright for a Tuesday night wrestling show. Ring of Honor. No. All oh, Elite. Oh, All Elite. Looking for a TV deal, but they ah. got the copyrights for a Tuesday night show ah. that happened to work out when SmackDown moves in October. Ah. So that's interesting. And Turner Broadcasting is interested in getting back in the wrestling business. After all this time. What? Yeah. What? That's a big deal. That's what? a surprise. I heard this recently from John Roddy. It's so, from John Roddy but, then, so. but then here's the thing. It's it's competition. Traumatic and Rich Man have been reporting on this for weeks. So I'm just saying, I want you to credit okay. where it's due. Don't and here's the thing. <laughs> it's free enterprise. It's competition. And Do it on Tuesday nights when all the wrestling people used to watch well, wrestling on Tuesdays. Yeah, but it's here's the thing. Move. If you're not happy with the product that Vince, doing right now. Vince and company are doing, then you have an option to go to someone some other organization and to watch that and see how you can compare the two so this is free enterprise and i you know i don't know if uh vince and company look at this as a blip and say well, what uh, you know it's they're already running it though that's a big deal but but the road but, a Rhodes boy is running a company i understand how crazy it. is that sentence? i understand it but when you list different organizations you got vince saying they're no threat they're no threat they're well no think about this way we now as, J as J Dave, by the way, Dave did a great job with the graphic for open over the mic wrestling night. He made a graphic together. Thanks, Dave. In 2019, it's WWE, mm -hmm. it's New Japan, it's AEW, Ring of Honor, MLW, and Impact Wrestling, which we'll get to in a second. Mm -hmm. Those are your companies in this country right now. Right. That's a lot of companies. But There's here's, a lot going on. But here's mm -hmm. the thing. And with Cody running stuff and getting talent in just to get his organization off the ground – be great. Here's the thing. You have no idea who he's going to get. Yeah. And, and, and how things are going to set up. So I don't basically. Know if it's a supercar that we had it all so, in. So no. here's the thing. If I were Vince, I'd be a little concerned because I have no idea who Rhodes What's is going to get as far as talent. And well, here's who's the out thing. There? Yeah. And here's the thing. If he gets good talent. going to be fun. Especially that's been released from WWE. Mm -hmm. Puck. I mentioned Impact Wrestling. And um, that. I've talked to Sal about this off there. Have you ever heard Go ahead. of the Pursuit Network? Wait a minute here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a thing. <laughs> what? The silence says it all. What? 
So Impact Wrestling. Wait, wait. There, there is. Okay, Impact Wrestling. Okay. Impact Wrestling. All right. Um, apparently, Pop TV um, canceled them. And um, <laughs> no. So about two weeks, they're off Pop TV. After Homecoming, they're off Pop TV. Okay. So they need a new network. And nobody wanted to pay them money. So um, Anthem put them on one of their own stations called the Pursuit Network. And it's on Friday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Okay. So. <laughs> Have so we? Okay, you're on late on Fridays. Okay, so have we figured out which cable systems are going no to idea. have it? No idea. No one seems to know. I know it's on the. I well, know it's on Directv. But I know Sal doesn't have it. Well, I don't know what else yet. Here's the thing: if you download an app called Pluto nope. TV, I actually looked it up. Okay, yep. go ahead. He said no. He said no. He didn't have it. He doesn't have it. He looked it up okay. for me already. So, I have an app, Pluto TV, and Pluto TV has basically designated. One channel for Impact Wrestling, and they show stuff from past and they show stuff currently. I'm sorry. So I'm not sure if <laughs> that channel will still be on Pluto TV or not. I don't know either. You know, I'm looking up the, I'm looking it up on Spectrum to see if they have it here. I would love if they have the Pursuit Network, but we can't watch I, Fox I, right I'm, now. I'm surprised that Impact <laughs> is still going. What about Jeff Jarrett's uh, Global? What? Huh? Who? Yeah. Thank what? you. <laughs> just by just by that, it just I have no idea. Me. Remember, Global Force Wrestling was the championships that Impact for a while, and then they then they fired Jeff Jarrett and took his copyrights with him. That's a true story. Hey Jeff, that's a true story. Hey Jeff, <laughs> just 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 to let you know, you the next sound you hear will be the flushing of the toilet. <laughs> and there is your organization. Okay, so it doesn't look like the station's on a spectrum at all. Um, if, you, if you have VIOS. It's on. Yeah. If you have, it's on demand. It's online streaming. It's on Dish and DirecTV and AT&T Uverse, and on Cox Cable. Well, I'm sorry for those <laughs> guys. <laughs> I'm sorry for the. Ironically, impacts on Cox. Anyway. So you, uh, you, you, you can you can watch oh, it on oh. on PC. So you're gonna go to impact.com. I don't know. Impactwrestling.com. Okay. Who cares? Okay. How about the Global Force Network um, app they have? That weird app that they have. <laughs> so let's move on to WWE. Okay, go WWE, ahead. WWE they promised a shake up right before the holidays. Did they ever? And um Some shake up. I know, seriously. But but we have some news because well it was the holidays and they didn't do a lot. But one of the big things we are okay, I have to ask a question. Go ahead. Okay. They announced this on Christmas Eve. Can I count this as a correct answer for my two thousand eighteen predictions? <laughs> Because they announced it on Christmas Eve. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It was Eve, an announcement. It wasn't. It wasn't the debut. True, so true, no. true, 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 true. There you go. On Christmas Eve, Vince McMahon, addressed as Santa Claus, announced <laughs> that we're having. Ho, ho, ho. The WWE Women's Tag Team Championships will start in 2019. It's exciting. It's different. I think this is something a, a shot of adrenaline. I feel like I feel like they could have done something more with that announcement. Well, I think I, I have a weird feeling they're going to start this after 2019, after they start back the live shows again next week, and like they'll do a. I I would love them to do a tournament. Okay. That culminates at Mania, but do it over the next like three pay-per-views. Okay, so you now. You the Rumble. Start those are because all the women got to be in the Rumble. Okay. So starting at we have two pay-per-views in February and one in March. Like, one in February, one in March, I mean. So do it then, and have a big tournament, okay, and then you call it in Mania. Question, question. Now, are we talking tag teams on Raw, or I, that's tag the teams on SmackDown? I haven't explained this yet. It sounds like both. 
Well, I would say both because you have the people. Because you have female talent on both shows. But, the, but I don't want two belts. I don't want to have two championships. So I don't well, know. That's just it. What are you gonna do? I mean, you form. I don't know. A, a roster just of all female talent. What do you think, South? Did they have two championships, or did they cross-brand this one? Hmm. So, what do you think? It. It would make sense to do it both ways, because I think having a title for each brand might be a little too much. Overkill. But at the same time, I think it would. Uh, yeah, yeah. But then at the same time, having one belt for the both doesn't sound right because no other title was like. I don't know. But but here's the thing I look at. Okay. Depending on how the viewership is going for which promotion, is you can have a, a ladies' team on Raw hold the belts, and then all of a sudden have a championship match, and now you got a women's team on SmackDown that has the belts. So it kind of goes back and forth. By the way, can I say I love the fact that Dad just called Raw and SmackDown promotions? <laughs> I don't know that. That's pretty funny. I, I, I'm trying to get. Validity to the promotions. Okay. Oh, that was right. funny when you said that. Chuckle. I, I think it all depends on how much viewers you got on what show. That's going to make it determine on okay, I'm gonna who gets it first. I'm going to go this prediction out right now. Go ahead. That one of two things is going to happen. Right. Either Sasha Banks and Bailey are winning the tag team titles first mm-hmm. because they've been they, they've been promising this. I feel like for a year. Mm-hmm. Or they're finally have Sasha turn on Bailey and the Riot Squad and win the titles for the first time. That's it. There's no real options to me right now other than that. <laughs> or what about uh, Ember Moon and Natalia? That would be a good combination. Eh. So, but hey, I, I give WWE credit for doing something like it's this. Cool. You know, I, personally, I think it's way long overdue for it. Yeah. Because I, the, the women should get just as much credit. As the guys do. Do you? Okay, I have a question. Go ahead. This is for you guys. All right. And I brought this up to Manny once. That's why I remember because Manny's actually standing behind me. I just remembered this. Okay. Do you think there should be a women's level intercontinental belt? Absolutely. I, I like the idea. Absolutely. Yeah, they should. I mean, if you have a women's champion then I, it's only appropriate to have an intercontinental champion. Yeah, like, I, I'm not calling it but a women's level at the same level as the actual title. I, I, just, I just want to clarify how I'm wording that. Yeah, I, I, that'd be, I don't see why not. I like that idea. I just want to throw it out there as a something that may happen, may, may down the road one day. I'd say do it in NXT if you're going to start that and experiment down there like you do with the North American title, but that's what I would do. Because here's the thing. You've got all these women on your roster. You have to utilize them. I agree. I, mean, I agree. And, and you can do more than having Mandy Rose in a towel teasing an Uso. Well, there you go. That's, that's what happened on SmackDown. Look, <laughs> I got these. more than that. Yes. You know? I, I, I have these pictures. Yes. Yeah, and Naomi snatched it a bit bald. Yeah, and, you know. You can do more I, than that. I got these pictures, and I'm going to download them. Well, that was a boo-boo. funny joke. Okay, uh, joke is funny, but you can do more than that. You know? Here's the thing. I think Naomi would maybe punch the bitch out. I agree. That's, I would laugh. It was like a pay-per-view match in February. Is Mandy Rose versus um, is Mandy Rose versus Naomi at the pay-per-view match in February? Oh, there, there, you go. there you go. So anyway, let's move on. Call-ups. First thing is, before they made all the big call-ups, 
Something that happened right before our last recording session. Mustafa Ali joined SmackDown. Which is a big deal. Correct. I, I think it's a pretty I mean, cool big deal. I mean, here's the thing. You got teased a little bit of people coming on and making this an appearance. The, this is the big one, though. This right. is the big surprise. Right, which, which is good. Only because I would think you would need someone of that caliber because you've got Finn Balor on Raw. Why don't you have someone of that caliber they, 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 on SmackDown? They do have people on SmackDown. But I like the fact that Metapol is new. Right. He's really young. And he got the pin Daniel Bryan in a tag match. That's pretty yes. big. Yes. It's a big deal. If you want to make a, a, a name for yourself in the right direction, that would Daniel be it. Bryan in there the you second go. match, that's there a you big go. deal. Style, your thoughts on Mustafa Ali? Um, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, I thought it was a little odd that he got called up at first, but it, it makes sense. I mean, they put him in he, he put him in the main event to smash on those big in that five-way. It was a nice surprise. It was really cool to have him there. It, it didn't feel weird that he was there, too, which I liked. You know? Right, right. So, well, okay, we'll, we'll move on and we'll speed up a little bit. Lars Sullivan, he's coming up. We talked about him in the past, so we don't yes. have to get into anything here. Nikki Cross is finally getting the call-up, Okay. finally. Lars is going on Raw? No, they didn't announce anything yet. Okay. They haven't announced where everyone's going Nikki yet. Cross. Nikki Cross. Then we have Heavy Machinery, who me and Dad saw in yes. person. Yes, And And they are amazing. Yes. Oh, thanks and waits. Thanks and waits. <laughs> What's in weights? Steaks and weights. Steaks and weights. I love them. Steaks and weights. Steaks and weights. Steaks and weights. Steaks and weights. I love those guys. Yes. They, they, I was going to say right now, do, don't don't sleep on these guys. They are fantastic in the ring. And here's the thing. Uh, what's Dozer? Dozer. He's from his area. He's from, from the area. From his, uh, how, how big he is? He's amazing hot tag. He's an amazing hot he, tag. He oh, my is, God. He is very agile for a man his size. Yeah, he's an amazing hot tag. I, I, and I thought, I thought Hanson was agile. Wow, Dozer is just as agile, if not yes. even more. Lacey Evans is coming up. This one surprised me. Didn't okay. expect to see Lacey Evans get called up, no. but I think the gimmick fits something Vince would want. I think it's the perfect Vince gimmick. Probably. So, what do you think? Lacey Evans? Yep. And then EC3 stripping yep, yep, in the video. Yep. I like it. <laughs> so I, I, I mean I don't know I don't know okay, I don't ahead, know much Sal. about her but I mean what? I like what I see. Yeah, the EC3. What are your thoughts on EC3, Sal? Um, eh. I really I, I somebody please before he goes up this in NXT can we just get one call on the phone from Man Dixie just one please just no. one, just do a throwaway joke you don't no. have to do anything else to it just throw it out there just for one joke no you didn't get to do it yet please but EC3 I'm excited for EC3 I think he's better on the main <laughs> roster than okay. he would be in NXT okay here's the thing okay the way his character was in Impact you know and Aunt Dixie this Aunt Dixie that I think it's and, funny. and and being protected by a bodyguard. Uh, here's the thing. If you're going to bring him up to the main roster, then basically have him as, you know, EC3, but on his... On, on his EC3 doesn't mean anything. So right. That's the difference. But here. basically go on his talent, not on a gimmick. You know what I mean? I mean... You don't need the entourage with the bodyguard and Aunt Dixie. Just him. I was joking. I was totally joking. No, I was joking but my thing that. is, if you're going to bring him up to the mains, then polish his gimmick and basically have him as a very 
good, talented wrestler. He's a heel. He's a heel. Oh, he, a, I'm a, sure he will be. Well, he's kind of a quasi-face in NXT right now. But that's because the crowd in Orlando didn't want to boo him. That's the main reason. Well, here's the thing. If you're going to have someone like Lara Sullivan and Lars is going to be a heel, then you probably bring EC3 as a baby no, face. No, put him on heel on SmackDown. Okay. Have him be a heel on SmackDown. And have I'd love to see him and Miz and do something. Ooh. I'd love to see that. Ooh. Put that out there. EC3 versus oh. Miz. Hmm. Now, you have now hmm. piqued the interest. <laughs> there you go. All right. They also announced um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn returning. I expect to see him at the Rumble. If they're coming back, I expect to see them at the Rumble. That's a big deal. And finally, go ahead. big thing happened on Christmas Day, mm-hmm. on Rusev Day, on Rusev's birthday, the real Rusev Day, the official Rusev Day. On, on his birthday. <laughs> oh, it aired on his birthday. That's what it was in the record books. If you go on WWE.com, it is listed as December 25th, 2018, when Rusev became the WWE United States Champion again. I was going to say have a drum roll. I don't have a drum roll. So we're running out of time. We're running out of time. We're losing sounds to me. we got to hurry up. Uh, <laughs> Lana number one. Lana is the best. I really, really like the fact that Rusev is champion. I think it's exciting. It's cool. Sal, your think... thoughts on Rusev? Now, let's hope that they um, don't drop the ball this time on him. I agree. I, I think it's about time to put the belt on him and have a program with him because you've, well, got, to, belt, you, so. you've, got, to, you've got him and Lana, and they're red hot. Why not put the belt on him well, and go right. with they the program? The on, they did put the belt on him. You know. so they did put the belt on him. So <laughs> now let's see where it goes, <laughs> and hopefully you can have a nice program with someone that basically. Quick question now, because it looks like they're setting up Nakamura versus Rusev again. Okay. Did you think they wasted Nakamura as U.S. champion? I feel like they didn't do much with him at all. I think they wasted Nakamura. Oh, man, you just threw out the yes. U.S. No, they didn't. In general. Yeah, I, I think they wasted him because I don't – I think they he didn't know – five defenses in his entire run? But here's the thing. Like, I don't think they knew who to have a program with him with. You know, I mean – what, you're going to have a program with Miz? You're going to have a program you know, with someone? With well, he had talent? a two with Jeff Hardy, and then all of a sudden Jeff Hardy threw the Randy Orton for no reason. Like, it made no sense. So, he, made so, so here's the thing. If you really want to have a good program with Shinsuke, you would say, okay, the Viper. No, because the Viper's heel. Yeah, and but, so Shinsuke. But still. But still. Do we have enough heel versus heel with Drew versus Dolph? Hey, come on. <laughs> yeah, okay. but uh, it's, it's not about heel. It's about the belt. Well, it's... It's no. what it is. Let's, let's wrap things up because we're running low on time. We went longer than expected, so okay. we have to start wrapping up. Before you wrap up. Now, what song are we closing with before we wrap up? You keep pushing me aside and I can't Sal, what song are we playing? Okay, sorry, I couldn't hear you. Um, so this is um, this was from the Kennedy Center Honors. And um, this is Adam Lambert covering Cher's Believe in a ballad version. Yeah, this is amazing. Um, this is amazing. And she actually cried at the end of it. It was actually yes, really good. And I'm not, like, a big, like, Adam Lambert fan, but uh, he did amazing. a really good job. I didn't get to listen to it until you told me to, and I'm like, wow, this is really good. This is really good. He, he does a fantastic job. I know that, uh, the Cindy had with being frontman with Queen was not up to par, but he does a fantastic job with this. Alright, so what were we going to say before we wrap up? The other thing I wanted to say, and I don't want to be morbid, is there were 200 deaths oh, yeah. that happened. Uh, Daryl Dragon, a.k.a. the captain of Captain Tennille, died at the age of 76. Also, uh, for your pan- for your fans, uh, Daryl Dragon was also part of the Beach Boys and okay. left and did on his own. And the third death, Bob Einstein, also of 76. So we had three 
Death 76, Bob Einstein, his Kirby enthusiasm. And for your fans that may remember him, Super Dave Osborne. Uh, that he went with the Smothers Brothers and had his own movie. So we had three celebrity deaths all at 76. And, wow. Yeah, and, you know, if you're playing the Liberty's odds on that, three. Three. there you go. Oh, so you know, condolences to everyone who has passed away to their family, friends, and their fans. All right, let's wrap up. All right, that's it for the show. Time go. Uh, for more information on our show, including where you can hear our show, go to the theblakeandsalsa.com. Our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages, and leave a rating and review, and we will read it on the show. Our show is part of the Philly Boy Podcast Network. You can hear me every Monday, Wednesday, Friday for like another week or two. We're almost done. Over on Clerks Two Minutes, and um, notice but today every Tuesday morning, and also hear us on the Blake and Sal Show Year One every Tuesday as well. Um, and that would be that. Next week, got a lot going on. We're going to talk about what happened at Wrestle Kingdom. We're going to preview NXT UK table for Blackpool. Talk about all the wrestling. Check out the NFL playoffs. I'll wrap up the World Juniors. All stuff going on on next week's show. Got a lot going on. I love this time of the year. I love this time of the year. That all being said, that's say your thing. Hey, as always, it's been your pleasure. And please support your local independent wrestling organizations. These are the young men and women that are going to be future superstars. You know, go to their shows, show them your love. And I, these are extremely talented men and women they're performing for you for less money than superstars are making so please go in and show them your love and give them your support and they'll give you support man so with that note uh just remember tell them frankie sent you okay and um i'm i'm sal i'm lord and we'll see you next week for episode 250 people listening to the blake and sal show have a good day everybody See ya! Hey! Out! Thank you so very much! Goodbye! Mwah! And good night. Bye.